We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I'm your host, Tori DeSimone, and I'm so excited to be talking with you guys today. Um, I wanted to uh, apologize quickly if I sound a little congested or like a little sick in this episode. I'm actually getting over... I actually don't know what it was. I think it was like the flu or something, but it knocked me on my ass and I'm finally feeling a lot better to the point where I could film this episode. I remember like last week, what I'll get into it in a minute, but I was super sick over the weekend. I'll get into it, but I'm on the mend and I'm feeling much, much better. But anyway, um, yeah. Hi guys. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest. Um, thank you to everyone that is tagging me. Currently, I'm filming this on December 1st. I want to thank everyone that's tagging me in all of the Spotify wrapped saying that like manifest is in your top five or it's your top podcast of the year. It is super exciting to see. And I'm recording this episode at noon on Wednesday, December 1st. And I think today was the first day of wrapped. And I've already gotten so many more messages than I did last year. And it's just really cool to see the podcast grow in popularity amongst you guys and that it's like right up there with my other favorite podcasts. Like I'm seeing it tagged with 
gals on the go. And um, let me actually look at what manifests being uh, tagged with on my stories. Let me just pull it directly from you guys. Um, it's It's been so cool. So I've been seeing it with a lot of gals on the go, which I obviously love Brooke and Danielle. They're probably my top podcast of the year. Anything goes with Emma Chamberlain, Happy Hour with Gretchen. Um, let's see. Crime Junkie, Thick and Thin with Katie Bilotti, The Mindset Mentor, which I love that show as well. Fun on Weekdays with Jenna. And that really seems to be like the group. So it, it's just been really cool to see all of the tags like with my shows uh, or with my show with a bunch of other shows that I love and I religiously listen to. So it's been really, really cool. And I'm really proud of myself. My New Year's resolution for 2021 was to not miss a podcast episode, and I did not. I stuck to that resolution, and I have hit every single episode this year. I'm really proud of myself considering the year 2020 was with my podcast. I was not consistent in 2020, and I was kind of consistent in 2019 when I first started, but I can honestly say that 2021, I have not missed a week and um, the consistency has proven to be the most successful factor of the show and it just can attest to what consistency can do for your life. Um, I actually made a couple, uh, an episode about that two weeks ago if you guys want to listen to The Secret of Consistency, which I was thinking about this morning when I was waking up, which I'll get into. But again, I just wanted to say thank you to anyone that is showing love to Manifest on their stories, tagging, and just listening to Manifest, if not every week, just whenever you can. Um, I genuinely appreciate all the support, all the love. Sorry, my voice keeps going in and out because my throat is a little dry because I'm still a little sick, but it's fine. Um, Anyway, I just really appreciate you guys and your support just means the world. And it's because of you that I get to do what I love and teach spin classes, but still talk about how to live a great life and watch housewives. And I love my life and I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for it. And I'm really grateful that I have people that are willing to listen to what I have to say. So thank you to everyone um, for listening to the show. I really do truly do appreciate it. So um, I hope you guys all had an amazing Thanksgiving. I know Thanksgiving was now like, you know, a week and a half ago, almost two weeks ago at this point, but I haven't talked to you guys since Thanksgiving. Um, yes, I put out an episode like the 29th, which was technically right after Thanksgiving, but that was pre-recorded um, like before the holidays. So I never got to explain what I did for Thanksgiving and talk to you guys about it. So my Thanksgiving was pretty awesome um, for the most part when it began. So Wednesday before Thanksgiving, um, which is like, you know, biggest drinking night of the year. Woohoo! I'm not a big drinker. Uh, so for me, it doesn't really matter. But everyone wanted to go out and I really did not want to go out. But I was like, all right, I'll go because if everyone goes and I have to sit at home alone, like I'll regret that. So uh, I'll go out. So it was like Wednesday at like 4 p.m., whatever. And like the vibes were just really, really good. Like it, 
it was, uh, you know, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I was going out that night. Tomorrow was Thanksgiving. I was teaching spin in the morning. Friday was Black Friday. Like, it was just a really good setup. Immaculate vibes. A lot of my friends that I haven't seen in so long were home. My sister was home. My grandma was home. Like, it was just such a good recipe. And the vibes were so good. Like, I got done working at noon on Wednesday. And I told myself like, okay, when I'm done working, like I'm not going to check anything. So I got done at noon on Wednesday, watched Housewives and just chilled and was like living my best life. And, you know, four o'clock rolls around, I start getting ready and I wear this outfit that I love. I wore these pants from like Princess Polly, this really cute shirt that I loved. It was awesome. Um, I went over to my good friend, Katie Brennan's mom's house because they do like Thanksgiving um, Eve for but she does like Thanksgiving for like all of her kids because Katie's parents are divorced (laughs) not to get to like Katie's personal life but her parents are divorced so her mom does Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Eve and like friends are invited so I went over this year and I did this last year too and it, it was so fun um so we all go over there's like a big cheese board we have dinner and then us and Katie's, uh, me, Katie, and then her sisters and sister's friends all end up going out to the bars afterwards. So that was like our setup. We go to the bar. And when I tell you, I was standing in a literal corner the whole entire time and like did not move from the corner. Like when I would see people, I would like summon them to come over to the corner. Like I did not leave to go to the bar. I didn't go to the bathroom. I literally walked in found a corner, stood in the corner for three hours, and then eventually left because I was like, this is so not it. Thanksgiving Eve, like I know some people adore it, but I just didn't have the best time. And I just think it's because I don't really like going out in general. So that doesn't really help. And number two, I don't know. I just, I mean, it's like a high school reunion. Everyone knows that. You see everyone. You see exes of all kind. You see ex-boyfriends. You see ex-best friends. You see just it's it's a whole mess. It's not a mess. It's just a whole thing, you know? So I was just like nervous about going. No reason, honestly. Like there's no one that I didn't want to see or like there wasn't anything that I was like scared about or like nervous about or that was making me anxious. I just didn't want to do it. I don't like going out to begin with and then put like everyone I know home for the holidays all in one place together. Like I just, no thanks. So I went out, but as soon as I was there, I was like, I just want to leave. So I stuck it out for like two or three hours and then I ended up leaving, came home, had some Wawa, went to bed, whatever. So that was my Thanksgiving Eve. It was nothing like crazy or eventful. I was sober the whole time. Um, I've been sober every single time I've been going out lately. I just get a Diet Coke and it's kind of awesome, honestly, because I'm awake from the caffeine. So anyway, yeah, that was Thanksgiving Eve. It was fine. Like I listened to Gals on the Go this morning and Danielle was like, oh, Thanksgiving Eve was so much fun. And like she had a really great time. Um, So I was like, maybe I should talk about it too. And I did not have a good time. I just, I don't know. I would, I, I'm not going to do it next year. Um, It's just not going to be my, my thing. I don't know. I'm just not going to do it next year. I just don't feel the need to. But I'm glad I went this year. So anyway, then it was Thanksgiving morning and I was really excited for Thanksgiving because like I said, my sister was home and my grandma was home. So what we were going to do was go over to 
my mom and dad's for Thanksgiving because that's where my grandma and sister were staying was at my mom and dad's. So I was going to go over there for Thanksgiving and do like an early, um, an early like dinner, lunch. I don't know. We literally ate at 1 p.m. So we are going to eat at 1. Well, I keep saying we were going to. This is exactly what we did. I went over there. I taught spin in the morning. I went over um, and we ate at 1. And then at like 2.30, we left the house because we went to um, it's called Longwood Gardens. It's in like Pennsylvania. It's actually like right by, I think it's right by Delaware. I don't really know exactly though, but it's in Pennsylvania and it's called Longwood Gardens. And we went there because we had tickets to the Christmas light show. And I have a goal for September and it's to go to five light shows. And this checked one of them off the boxes and so I just have four more. So um, I wanted, so we all went to Longwood Gardens for the Christmas light show and it was so cute. It was um, this giant light show that you just pretty much walk around and like they have an indoor exhibit and they have an outdoor exhibit and it, it was just really, really cute. So we had tickets to that at four, but my mom wanted to leave like super early. So we left my house at 2.30 or my parents' house at 2.30 to get there. And by the time we got there, um, it was like the sun was pretty much already setting. So like the, the lights were on and it was so pretty. Um, and then about like, oh, well, I woke up on Thursday morning with a cough and it was just a, like, I've, I've honestly been sick for the past like three weeks. I feel like, like the week before the marathon, I woke up on Monday with a cold and I was like, oh no, I have the marathon on half marathon on Saturday. And it kind of like dwindled out as the week you know, passed or whatever. And I was fine for the half marathon. It was all good, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But this cough was like kind of there, kind of lingering. And then on Thursday when I woke up, like it was there. And I was like pretty much coughing like every other sentence. I just had to cough and I didn't know why. But I felt totally fine. Like nothing was wrong, right? So we're at Longwood Gardens. We're having a good time. I feel totally fine. We just ate Thanksgiving. It was awesome. It was good. Everything was good. And I was wearing like this really cute faux fur coat. And as we're like walking around, it's probably like 530 at this point. So it's dark out and it's getting a lot colder. I start getting really cold. I'm like, eh, it's probably just because I'm like outside, whatever. We get in the car, we drive home and the car ride home. I'm like, oh, no, like I do not feel well at all. So we get back to my parents' house and I only have like jeans and a sweater and like heels. So I borrow like a sweatshirt and sweatpants for my mom. And um, and then we all sit on the couch. My mom makes espresso martinis and she's like, do you want one? I'm like, I don't think I do. Like I feel super feverish. So I have a cup of tea. I end up falling asleep because we put on – well, we were watching football. It was actually a really good game. It was the Cowboys versus the Raiders. It was a really good game. Um. We were rooting for the Raiders. Whoop, whoop. Honestly, anyone against the Cowboys because we're Eagles people. Sorry. Um, so we were rooting for the Raiders and they won. So we were so excited. And then after that, I was like, all right, like Thanksgiving's over. It's time for Christmas. So we put on the Santa Claus. And during the Santa Claus, I fell asleep and then I woke up. And I woke up feeling horrible. Like I felt like I had a fever so my mom took my temperature and lo and behold, I had a fever of 101. 
Um, but you know, the timing was fine because I already had Thanksgiving. It tasted amazing. Like I got to enjoy the day. So the timing of it was fine in that sense, but it just sucked because I went home and then I was totally on my ass for the, for the rest of the weekend. And that's what really sucked because I had a lot of friends that were in town that were visiting and I had plans to see all of them. And I really did want to see all them. And like people were off from work and, you know, I was just like, damn, like really bummed to just miss out on like the Friday, Saturday and Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend. I was just, I was so sick. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine. And that's where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. 
What I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for a candidate, I put it out on Indeed and instantly I get matched with exactly what I'm looking for. So I don't really have to waste time like scrolling through resumes or anything like that to make sure that they're what I'm looking for. Every resume that I do look for has exactly the qualifications that I need. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think it was the flu, but it, w- it I was just like, you know, like horribly sick. Um, so I don't know. It wasn't any fun. Um, it was not any fun at all. I'm still on the mend. I still have like this lingering cough that's just super annoying. It really only shows up when I'm talking a lot. Like I've had to pause this episode so many times to cough. And um, when I go to bed, I'm coughing all the time. Like Delson is like my best friend right now. So that's been annoying. But other than that, like I feel pretty much okay. Um, it's so funny because just my co-owner also was sick with the flu um, her at the same time. So we were texting each other like, how do you feel today? And we're both just like, man, like this nut kicked our asses. So um, yeah, like I'm feeling a lot better, but I didn't, you know, I didn't teach during Thanksgiving weekend. Like that Saturday, I felt bad because a lot of my clients from college were home and I didn't get to see them. So like, it was just a really unfortunate time to get sick. But at the same time, it was nice because I didn't miss out on any work because no one was really working this past weekend. So, you know, there's pros and cons to it, but I'm really glad that, you know, it was a speedy recovery and I'm feeling a lot better. Um, But yeah, dude, I just, I got so sick. Um, and that was not fun to do over Thanksgiving. And I just think there's like a curse on Thanksgiving because I guess it was now three Thanksgivings ago is when my right eye died. I always say it died, but it like obviously didn't like I can still see out of it. But that was a whole other thing. I'll quickly. So what happened then was um, so it was Thanksgiving Eve and I was 20. So I wasn't going out yet, but my parents were all in Idaho. And I was dating this this guy at the time. And he was like a, a, a brand new boyfriend at this point. Like we weren't even like boyfriend, girlfriend. Like we were still like talking. You know what I mean? But he was like brand new. And so my parents were out in Idaho and I was supposed to like fly out to go see them on the day after Thanksgiving. But I didn't want to miss like Stride's very first Thanksgiving. So I stayed home and it was Thanksgiving Eve and I was at the studio and I was putting merch out for the next morning for Thanksgiving Day. And to make a long story, I guess long, this crazy woman comes into the studio and I was like super frazzled. I eventually got her out. It was crazy, whatever. So I called the guy that I was dating at the time to like tell him the story about this crazy woman that came into the studio when I was alone. And as I'm telling the story, I'm like crying on the phone because that's what I do when I get stressed out. I cry. So I'm crying on the phone and sobbing, 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 whatever. My friend 
my other friend Katie was staying at my parents' house at that time because my parents, like I said, were in Idaho. So I go to my parents' house to where my friend Katie is because she's like house sitting, whatever. So I go there and I'm sitting on my bed in the guest bedroom and all of a sudden my right eye starts to like hurt as if like I got an an eyelash in it or something. So I'm thinking like, oh, maybe it was because I was just crying about this crazy woman, like whatever, it'll go away. So I drop Katie and her friends off in in town because it's Thanksgiving Eve and I'm 20 so I can't go out. So I'm dropping them off and then I go back to my condo and I take off my makeup and I try to go to bed or whatever. And my eye is like really, really hurting. So I wake up the next morning. It's Thanksgiving morning. I wake up at like 5 a.m. And I am in so much pain from my eye. My my eye is just absolutely like killing me. I barely got any sleep. And my entire right side of my face was swelled up and puffy. And I like have a picture of it. It looks so bad. But my whole entire right side of my face like swelled up and puffy. So I call my mom who it's 3 a.m. over in Idaho. I call her. I'm like, my eye is in so much pain and my entire face is swollen from my eye. So she's like, you got to call the eye doctor. So I call the eye doctor. 6 a.m. Thanksgiving. I'm like, it's an emergency. Can you please see me? I'm so sorry. I know it's Thanksgiving. He's like, yeah, come on in. So I go in and um, he's like, wow, like you have three abrasions. You need to go down into Center City, Philly on Thanksgiving and go to the eye hospital. It's called Will's Eye. You need to go to Will's Eye Hospital. You need to go to the ER. So I'm like, all right. And I can't drive. So Katie, who's like house sitting, is driving me everywhere. And the poor girl is hung over because she was out like all night. So she's like such a trooper. So she's driving me into into Philly. We're sitting like, you know, in the waiting room. And it, it doesn't take long because it's Thanksgiving. No one's in there. It's just me. So they see me and they're like, oh, yeah, you have three abrasions. And they're all like about they look like they could be infected, but they're not infected yet. So we're going to give you these eye drops. They give me these eye drops. They send me out. Katie goes to Thanksgiving. I was supposed to go to Thanksgiving dinner with like this guy that I was like talking to, whatever. Very premature now that I think back on it, but whatever. So I text him. I'm like, hey, I can't come. Like I literally look like a mess. My eye absolutely kills. Like, sorry, I really can't come. He's like, oh, no problem, whatever. So I stay home alone on Thanksgiving, so mad at myself. I'm like, I can't believe I'm missing Thanksgiving. I'm literally sitting alone. My family's on the other side of the country and I'm like alone on Thanksgiving. I was literally throwing myself a pity party. Well, then my eye only gets worse as the day goes on, right? So the next day, my eye doctor told me to go back to his office. So I go back the next morning, 24 hours later, and he's like, oh my God, they got worse. You need to go back to the ER in Philly. So I go back to the ER in Philly, to the eye hospital. And every single time I'm like going to this ER, it's like a $1,000 copay too. So like this is like super expensive. And I have to pay out of pocket for all these drops that they're giving me. And the drops are like $1,000 because the reason why I have to go there is because they're like creating these drops like in the back. I don't know. I don't know. So they're like making these drops or whatever. So I go back again. But this time, the day after Thanksgiving, it's packed. So I'm literally in in this waiting room for I think eight hours. I'm in this waiting room. My eye is absolutely killing me. By the time they see me, it's like midnight on. So whatever they see me and they're like, oh yeah, you have three abrasions and all three of them are infected. So I'm going to give you 
these two eye drops and you have to take each eye drop on the hour, but you have to take each bottle five minutes apart. So I had to take like a drop every 12 and then 12.05 and then one and then 1.05 and two and 2.05. So I had to wake up every single hour and stay awake for five minutes and then like put these drops in, fall back asleep, da, da, da. For three days, I had to do that. Oh my God, it was crazy. And my family the whole time was in Idaho, like I said, and I was alone and it was just absolutely crazy. So anyway, what I'm getting at, long story long, is that Thanksgiving is cursed for me and I seem to always lose my eye or get really sick. Yeah, it was crazy. And yeah, so anyway, that was that. But other than that, I had a great Thanksgiving. The food was amazing. Um, but I know a lot of people say that they don't like Thanksgiving food. Uh, that's fine. More for me. I think it is so good. I love it all. I love the turkey, the gravy, the stuffing, the cornbread, the corn casserole, the green beans, the mashed potatoes, the sweet potatoes and pears, the Brussels sprouts, the pumpkin pie, the pecan pie, the apple crisp the cheese boards. I love everything about Thanksgiving. And I think the food is absolutely spectacular. And if I could have Thanksgiving food every single day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I would. I think it is so good. And if you don't like Thanksgiving food, um, more for me. Like I said, it is so good. I was specifically sad that I was sick on Black Friday because that was the day that I wanted to do all the Christmas things. I wanted to put up my tree. I wanted to like go to a light show. Like I wanted to do all the Christmas things on Black Friday and I didn't because I was super sick, but it's okay because I ended up putting up my tree yesterday and my I'm looking at it right now. It's decorated. It looks a little sad to be honest just because I bought this tree in 2016 and all the ornaments in 2016. So I just need to like spruce it up. I need to like buy some more things for my tree. It just looks very, you know, like, oh, you just moved into an apartment. Like that's what this tree looks like. So I need to give it some love and like some life and make it look like it's part of my home. So I definitely need to like buy some things for it. So I'm going to try and spruce up my tree. Um, but I'm looking at the rest of my Christmas decorations, which is not much. I only have like a couple of things, but it, it works like for the apartment and like it works. I think it looks really cute. So I'm so happy that the tree's up and I just keep smiling today. And I really think it's just because of like the vibe in my apartment and because like Christmas decorations are up and like, I love Christmas. Like how can you be sad over Christmas? And, um, just like the whole vibe that I've had today and my morning routine, um, which I'll get into in a little bit. But I had like a lot of grace with myself this morning. Um, I've really been trying to get back into a morning routine. And I feel like when I try to get back into a morning routine, I try to go back to my old ways. And my old ways were pre-COVID. Um, I'm talking like 2019, 20, like January 2020s, like old ways what I'm talking about. And that was like very much so on the grind. Like I was setting up Stride Seattle at the time. Stride Phoenixville was completely booming. Like it was just very, you know, I was in a very different phase of life then. And I was waking up at 5 a.m. because I had literally a million things to do. Well, these days I'm working on something, but it doesn't require me to like wake up at 5 a.m. every day. Like I've just been able to kind of sleep in a little bit more and have a little bit more grace with myself. And, you know, last night I went to bed and I was like, you know what? 
Tomorrow's the first of a month. I really want the month of December to be one that I completely enjoy, that I have an amazing time with, that I give myself a lot of grace with, but it's also a month that I want to work on my morning routine. And I want to work on my morning routine so that when the new year comes into play in January that I already have this established routine that doesn't feel like I'm implementing something new, um, that I'm just, you know, carrying on a good habit. So I really want to get my routine nailed down in December. So last night when I went to bed, I wrote my journal like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. like I used to be at the gym by six, blah, blah, blah. But just do like a light workout because it's my first workout back since like being sick or whatever. So I'm just going to be very like gentle with myself and very, you know, light with myself and just, you know, see how we get there. Well, my alarm went off at five this morning and I did not get up. And then six o'clock it went off and I did not get up. And then seven o'clock went off and I again did not get up. And I didn't really start my morning routine until about 8 a.m. this morning and normally I would have been like, ah, Tori, well, you just threw away your whole day. Like, what are you doing now? But I was really able to have grace with myself and start my morning routine at 8 a.m. instead of 5. And I did all the same things. And you know what? The world kept turning and I wasn't behind. I'm not ahead. I'm just showing up to my life and living it. And I'm enjoying it. And I had a lot of grace with myself this morning. And I'm very proud of myself for that because I'm very quick to be really hard on myself and quote unquote throw the day away if like the first thing doesn't go as planned. But the fact that I still went through all of the steps in my routine, regardless of the time, showed really promising things for me. And I'm really proud of myself for that. So I wanted to share that today, um, that I had grace with myself. And I think that's why I keep smiling because the vibe in here is good. I had a great morning routine and I was just kind to myself all morning. I was very, very kind. And that's so easy to overlook. And it sounds so cheesy to say like, oh, I was nice to myself. But I don't think it's something that we pride ourselves on enough. And I don't think it's something that we prioritize enough. And it's so easy to talk down to yourself and it's so hard to be kind to yourself. And I think choosing the harder option of these two is so much more worth it to be kind to yourself. So yeah, I chose to be kind to myself and I've been happy all day because of it. Speaking of being kind with yourself, I've been super patient with myself because I was um, on because I was sick. So on Monday, I started feeling better for sure. Um, and I started saying, I just, I just started feeling better on, on Monday, but when I start feeling better after being sick, I just want to go, go, go and go do a million things and like get my life back together. And I've been having to tell myself like, you know what, ease back into it. Like I was really sick, like ease back into it. Like it's okay to like kind of take it easy for a couple of days to like make sure you're fully good. You don't want to like rush it and then like not be good and then just end up like sick again, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So that's been really hard for me has been to just kind of like cool it. So yesterday I was like laying in bed. I didn't, I don't think I got out of bed until like two or three yesterday. Um, I was just watching like a bunch of YouTube videos and stuff and I was watching Maggie McDonald and she was saying how she would watch old videos of herself and 
you know, she gets like sad and nostalgic watching old videos, which props to her because I can't even watch my old videos because I, I too feel like super sad and super nostalgic. So I don't even bring myself to do it. So the fact that she does it is really good. Um, but she said that she watches her old videos. She gets sad and nostalgic. But she said that like, you know, there's no reason to get sad and nostalgic because that version of her life doesn't exist anymore. And, you know, it, it's so true. And like I was thinking about that today when I wanted to wake up at five and I ended up getting up at eight. Like that 2019, 20, early 2020 version of Tori that was like this grinder, hustler, getting up at 4, 5 a.m. every day, like have the long blonde hair extensions, always was self-tanned. Like that was a, a great version of myself, but it doesn't exist anymore. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. And sure, maybe that's sad, but that version of myself that now doesn't exist opened up the doors to this version of myself that does exist. And I love this version of myself and I love this season of my life. And one day this season of my life won't exist anymore. So I'm just going to enjoy where I am in this version of life and this season of life and who I am today. Um, so I've just been, you know, I really realized a lot of this stuff over the last couple of years, but specifically this past weekend when I just wanted to, you know, get back to doing me and like being normal and feeling good again and feeling healthy. But sometimes it needs, you got to, you know, get sick to realize that you need to slow down and where you are is okay. And just because you're waking up at seven or eight instead of four or five is just you these days. And that's okay. Um, so that was like a very long intro into what I want to talk to you guys about today, which is journaling. And the reason that I want to bring up journaling is because ever since I moved into this apartment, I made it a goal of mine to develop a routine, uh, specifically in the morning, that would work really well for me. And I looked back on old routines that I really liked. And the routine that I found myself sticking to a lot in the past was um, waking up, reading for 30 minutes, journaling, and then meditating. And then right from the meditation, going into listening to music, changing to go to the gym, and then I would go work out. 
that routine seemed to really work for me. It's it's what I did today and I really liked it. Now, I can see how this kind of sounds like a little con- or not controversial, but um, hypocritical to what I literally just got done saying. But for me, I was referring more to like the time. Like I don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. to do all that stuff because I did that sequence today. I woke up, I read, I journaled, I meditated, I put on a podcast and then I went to the gym. And I literally only went to the gym and walked on the treadmill for 20 minutes and then sat in the sauna for 10 and then left. And you know what? It was a great workout. I had a great time. So that's what I did today. Um, and I've I've been in a great mood ever since. So I found that that routine has been working really well for me. Um, and I, so I was trying to establish like this morning routine ever really since I've moved into this apartment. And, you know, I'm working at it and it's it's getting there. It takes time, but it's getting there. And it's becoming a habit the more and more I do it, which is amazing. But when I first started back up with this routine um, a couple weeks ago, because I've now been in this apartment for, oh my God, almost two months. On Friday, December 3rd, it'll be two months. That's crazy. Oh my God, my rent's due. That's crazy. Anyway. Um, so yeah, for the past two months, I've been working towards this uh, morning routine. And when I first started back up into it, I was, you know, I opened up my journal and this was maybe about a month ago. I opened up my journal and I was, I didn't know what to write. I was like, what do I write in this journal? What did I used to write in my journals? And all of my journals aren't in this apartment. They're like in storage. So I couldn't even like look back at old journals to be like, well, what what did I used to write in my journals? So then I literally went through my podcast. I'm like, well, I know I've had to talk about it in a podcast. And I, I have, but they're like scattered amongst several episodes. And then I was like, all right, let me watch my old morning routines. So I went back on YouTube, watched my old morning routines. And I never r- talked about what I wrote in my journals. And I'm like, huh, if I'm wondering what I was writing, I'm sure someone else is wondering what I was writing because journaling is so effective. And that's what I you know, would talk about in my videos and my podcast being like, I love journaling. It's so effective. But I never said what I was like writing down or how I was journaling. So I was like, I can't believe I've been doing everyone a disservice. So today, ladies and gentlemen, is what I write in my journal and how you too can start keeping a journal. I think journaling is transformative and it's therapeutic and it is so simple. It's such a simple way to get in tune with yourself and it doesn't have to take a lot of time. You don't have to do it every day. Um, It's a very inviting process. It's something that doesn't fit, like make you feel like you have to do it. Um, but it's it's just very inviting and very warm and welcoming and you always leave feeling better. You never leave feeling worse about yourself. You always leave feeling a lot better. So, um, and I also just think getting a lot of thoughts out on paper, even thoughts that you don't even know you're thinking, having them out on paper is super... Um, like I said, transformative, and it is very calling to the universe, and it's a great practice of manifestation, and I adore journaling. So this is exactly what I do, and I hope you guys find value in this, and this is something super simple and inexpensive to ask for for Christmas. Ask for a journal and some pens. Um, they d- you don't need to do anything fancy. You don't need a bullet journal. You don't need to do anything crazy. 
just a regular notebook and even a loose leaf piece of paper will work. So grab your notebooks because this is how I journal. So I recommend to do this exercise when you have some time. And this is an exercise that I've talked about several times on this podcast, but I think it is the most important exercise you can do, especially when it comes to journaling. And that is your higher self exercise. So I have several episodes about this and I'll leave a couple in the description below of what I think are the best ones that talk about your higher self and how important it is to think of yourself as your higher self and to write about yourself as your higher self and to talk to yourself as your higher self. All right. So the higher self exercise, um, the higher self is essentially the best version of you. It's a version of yourself that you aspire to be. And the way that you call to that higher self is by talking in the present tense of the higher self. And that's where we're working towards in this exercise. So like I said, I've really gone in depth in this in a couple other episodes, but it's also fitting to go in depth in this episode as well, since this is how to journal. So what you're going to want to do is set aside about 30 minutes for this because it is super important and really valuable. So you're going to open up a blank sheet of paper and you're just going to write about the best version of you that can possibly exist. And you're going to write about this version of yourself in present tense with no time, no time cap. So what that means is that this version of you can exist in three months. It can exist in three years. It can exist in 30 years. But you don't need to set a goal here for yourself of in 10 years, this is what I want my life to look like. Um, This isn't about time right now. It's just about a version of yourself that you believe to exist. And again, you can never be too um, expressive with this. You can't be too dramatic with this and you can't dream too big in this. This is where you really get to dream big and write down every single version of yourself in every single aspect of your life that you aspire to be. And this is going to be your higher self. So I need you to write down exactly that and tell me like literally the nitty gritty details. What do you look like? What do you smell like? What color is your hair? What do you wear when you wake up in the morning? What time do you wake up in the morning? What books are you reading when you wake up in the morning? What is your morning routine? Um, What color is your bathroom when you go to do your skincare? What skincare are you doing? What time of the day do you shower? How long are your showers? What do you do for a job? What position are you in that job? How do you feel when you go to work? Where do you work? What does it look like? Where do you live? Describe how your house smells. What is the countertop color? What candles do you burn in your house? What car do you drive? What is the color of your car? What about the interior of your car? What do you do for fun? How do you feel when you do your hobbies? What are your hobbies? Are you married to anyone? Are you dating anyone? What do they look like? What do they 
Uh, what do they do for a living? How do they make you feel in your relationship? Do you feel secure and do you feel loved? Do you have any kids? What are their names? How old are they? What do they do? Um, you can never get too specific in here. And I really want you to nail this down and think about every single aspect in your life. How does this life make you feel? Are you grateful when you wake up? What are you grateful for? Do you have a great relationship with your parents? How old are your parents? What do your parents look like? Just tell me every single detail about your life. Once you have that giant passage written down, then you're going to break this into a timely manner. So you're going to take that giant passage that you just took and now enter in a timeline. So we're going to start at 10 years. In 10 years, where are the actionable steps that you need to be slash take to be at that dream life, right? And maybe this dream life is in five years, essentially. So 10 years, maybe you want a life that's even better than this. So anyway, just give me actionable steps, shoot for 10, 10 actionable steps of where I want to be in 10 years. For example, if your higher self's overarching goal in your career is to be president of a PR firm that you own, let's say, um, your goal for 10 years can be to... Hmm, what can the goal be? It can be to actually, yeah, let's do you own a PR firm in 10 years. Okay. And now in 10 years, your goal in 10 years, I want to be, no, let's just say, okay, here we go. Now I got it. In your overarching passage, let's say that your goal or a version of you in your dream life uh, your higher self is to be a, to own a PR firm that makes eight figures a year. And in your 10 year goal affirmations, maybe your goal for the career is that you want to be president of your PR firm. And then maybe another one of your overarching uh, goals is that you want to wake up every single morning and go take a yoga class. So in 10 years, your goal is to have your yoga routine nailed down and you wake up at 6 a.m. every day to go to a 7 a.m. yoga class. Once you have 10 goals for tenure, then I want you to write 10 goals to achieve your higher self within five years. So cut those goals in half. And what can I do in five years so I achieve my dream life? Once you've done five years, I want you to cut that in half again and give me a three-year goal. In three years, where should I be to achieve my dream life? Then once you have those 10 written down, I want you to cut it in half again and do one year. In one year, what are the actionable steps I need to take slash where I need to be in one year to achieve this higher self? Then cut that in half again and do in six months from today, where do I need to be slash what do I need to do to achieve my higher self? cut that in half again and do in one month. So you see how now we're getting super micro. So in one month, where do I need to be? And we'll go back to the career. If your goal in one month is to have an eight-figure PR firm, 
maybe in a month, what your goal can be is to create a business plan in a month, okay? Then cut down that month and make it in a week. What can I do in a week to be one week closer to my higher self? And going along with the PR firm, maybe it's that you have a rough draft done of your business plan. Then you're going to cut that in half again, and you're going to make a daily goal. What can I do? What are 10 things I can do today that work towards my higher self? Once you have those 10 goals written down, maybe that goal uh, for your PR firm is to do an outline of a business plan today. I can write an outline of a business plan today, just an outline. Now, once you have these 10 goals, this is what you're going to work towards. These are your affirmations that you are going to write down every single day in your journal. And here's how I want you to write them down. I want you to start every single affirmation with the sentence, I have the opportunity to be my higher self today when I, and then you insert your goal. So we'll take the PR firm. I have the opportunity to be my higher self today when I draft my outline for my business plan for my eight-figure PR firm. Perfect. There you go. That's a goal right there. And you're writing it in the present tense to where you can affirm all of your uh, 10 affirmations that you wrote from your higher self that you pulled directly from your higher self. Then you put that into a 10, a five, a three-year, a six-month, a one month, a one week, and a one day goal. See how that all works? You have this bigger picture and then you pull from it to become super, super, super micro. That's where journaling is going to start. So once you have that giant passage, I'm going to back up a little bit. So the higher self exercise is number, number one. And now here's how I like to set up my daily pages of a journal. Okay. So the first thing I always like to do is date and time. I just like to know the date and what time I'm journaling. It's just fun to like look back on and see what time I get around to it every day. And I do this stuff in the morning. Um, There's a book that I want to read that comes actually from a book that I'm reading right now that is amazing. Um, The book that I want to read is called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And from what I can tell, she was the one that invented morning pages, which is a very common practice in journaling. So date and time. And then right after the date and time, before I go into like my structured thing, this is where I'll take advantage of anything that I want to write. If I want to do morning pages, I would do that here. Morning pages is essentially where you just write whatever is on your mind. It can be a passage. It can be a list of things you need to do that day. It can just be anything. But the whole objective of this is to get whatever thoughts are in your head onto a piece of paper. Some days I have a long passage to write right here. And other days I have nothing. And um, like today, I didn't actually have a passage that I wrote down. I wrote, what did I write down this morning? Um, I think it was just like three affirmations that I wanted to say to myself. I said, I am productive, I am resilient, and there was one more that I forget. Um, but I just woke up with that on my on my heart. So I was like, I'm just going to write that down. So date and time, and then just room for whatever you want. Again, this can be one sentence. It can be nothing at all if nothing's coming to mind. 
or it can be like a whole page. Um, This passage is just very freeing to the mind and it just lets the mind work wonders and you just kind of dump out what's, what's in your head, especially when you wake up you know, the first thing that we think immediately is what we have to do that day. We start to get anxious. It's very normal. So I just like to get my thoughts out of my head and onto a piece of paper. So after my passage, I will write three things that I'm grateful for. Those three things typically turn into four or five. Um, Once you start going, it's very easy to keep going. So don't limit yourself to just three, but make sure you get at least three down. Um, And these don't have to be anything crazy. These can be big. These can be small. Um, For example, this morning I wrote um, that I was grateful for coffee because today I made myself a cup of coffee for the first time since I was sick last week. And it feels really great to have a cup of coffee. Um, Another thing I was uh, grateful for was the bookstore because I'm going to go to Barnes & Noble today and pick up a couple books. And I'm really excited to go do that. Um, So just three things that you're grateful for. Then I like to do three people that I'm sending love to. And I really try and dig deep. I mean, it's very obvious to send love to people in your life that are currently in your life and that you love, such as family members, significant others, best friends, teachers, um, close friends, stuff like that. Very easy to send love to people. And I do write those sorts of people in my life. Like I'll write like, you know, yesterday I wrote that I loved my grandma because she was traveling yesterday. So I was thinking of her and, you know, stuff like that. But this is also a really great time to send love to people that have maybe wronged you or maybe you don't have much of a relationship with anymore, it's almost like accepting an apology from someone that maybe you'll never get. And it's you moving on. So, I mean, a couple of people come to my mind when I think of people that I no longer have a relationship with that I once had an amazing relationship with. And maybe I miss it, or maybe I'm spiteful over it, or whatever it might be. This typically is the section where I'll send love to those people that I don't really talk to as much anymore as, you know, I used to. And it really is a very freeing exercise when you mean this. When you genuinely send love to someone that has wronged you or like fucked you over, it feels really good. So, and that's not petty or like sarcastic, like it actually feels good. And like it's sending genuine love to that person. So here I like to write three people that I'm sending love to that day. After those three people, then I will do daily affirmations. This is when you'll pull your 10 affirmations from your higher self list with the sentence, I have the opportunity to be my higher self today when I blank. And then I actually like to write a couple more daily affirmations. And these can be ones that are just on my mind. Like today I wrote, you know, I'm productive, I'm resilient. And those weren't pulled from my higher self exercise, but they are affirmations. So sometimes I'll write just some that are like on my heart that day. Or there is a Spotify podcast that I want to share with you guys that does um, daily affirmations. And the podcast is called Think Positive daily affirmations, believe it or not. Um, The intro of every episode is kind of annoying. It's just like this girl like hyping her podcast up for like a minute and a half and then it will get into the affirmations. Sometimes the affirmations like aren't very good. Like today the affirmation was, 
um, something about like, I didn't even write it down. Cause I was like, this just doesn't serve my purpose today. Um, but it was like something about like, um, I don't, it, I, I forget. It just wasn't good today. I did. I didn't like today's. Um, but that, that's very rare. Like I normally do like today's, but normally there'll be stuff like, um, by, by letting my light shine, I subconsciously allow other people to do the same. And that's a great affirmation that I wouldn't think of on my own, but this podcast tells you. So you'll say these affirmations and then you'll write them down five times. And then, um, this podcast will ask a question. Again, sometimes these questions are really cheesy. Like today it was, what values do you look for in a friend? And I wasn't like in a friend mood. I was more in like a business mood. So I changed it to what values do I look for in a partner, um, like in business. So that's what I wrote down because I knew that that's what I would want to find in myself. So I kind of made it like a reflection question. And then they'll give quotes. Sometimes these quotes are really good, but a lot of times I actually like to pull my quotes from the Calm app on the Daily Calm. She gives really, really good quotes on there. Um, like some of my favorite quotes ever have come from the Daily Calm, um, such as the best thing to do when it rains is let it rain. Um, another one that I really like, I have these written down in my notes. Let me try and find them. Um, let's see, where are they? The best thing to do when it rains is let it rain. You know what? Why don't I just search for it in my notes? That would be smart. Oh, it's not coming up. Why would it? Um, hang on, let me find these. Okay. Um, I found it. So these are all I got from common. They're my favorite quotes ever. They're very simple, but I just think they really mean a lot. So I'll write down quotes that I like either from the podcast or from a daily meditation in like the top corner of um, the page. So it'll say right now it's like this. I love that quote. The best thing to do when it's raining is let it rain. And uh, to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. I just think those are really cute. Um, anyway, I got those from the Calm app and I really like them. So I like to uh, write down a quote if a quote presents itself. I don't go like searching on Pinterest for like a quote, but normally at the end of the daily affirmations, I'll always give a quote and in the daily app, they'll give some sort of quote. And typically they resonate with me, one of the two do. And that's how I journal. So that will probably fill up like a page to a page and a half, um, sometimes two pages, depending on how small you write. I'm a very small writer. So for me, it's like a page and a half. Um, but, you know, I've given this exercise to friends and it's taken them like three pages. So um, this, you know, in the morning, it definitely takes some time, but it is really impactful time. And I think it's time very well spent. And it's just a really great exercise and it leaves you feeling really, really great and refreshed for the entirety of the day. So just a quick roundup of how I journal. I do a date and time, a passage, three things I'm grateful for, three people I'm sending love to, daily affirmations, and then more affirmations from Spotify, um, the question from Spotify, a quote if I find it, and that is it. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much how I journal. 
Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Manifest. If you found value in it and you start journaling, I would love to see tags of what your daily passages look like. And of course, you can blur out things, but tag me on your story, make a cute TikTok with it. I would love to see. Um, And you guys best believe that this journal method will be in my planner when that is released. I know so many people are asking. Um when it's coming out, but my journal is going to be undated. So it's not going to like start in January. It's going to start, um, whenever you, you get it. So I am working on it. I promise, promise, promise it will be in your hands as soon as possible. Um, so just bear with me and it'll be there very soon. All right, guys, I'm going to head out. Thank you again so much for listening to today's episode. I look forward to next Monday when we get to chat And I will talk to you guys very soon. Bye, guys. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.